Welcome to Become a Media Maven. I am your host, Christina Nicholson, and today we are diving deep into the concept of contributed articles. And I'm going to unravel what they are, why they matter, and how you can make the most of them in your content strategy. But first, I want to shout out Farzad Rashidi, who left me a five-star rating and this review on Apple Podcasts. This is just part of what he said. Christina is an excellent host. I was blown away by the quality of the podcast. I highly recommend the podcast to anyone in the media world. Please leave me a review on Apple or Spotify, and I'll read it right here on the podcast, especially Spotify, because right now, all of my reviews are on Apple right now. So if you listen on Spotify or you have the Spotify app and you want to leave me a review there, I would really appreciate it. Let's get started on answering the question, what is a contributed article? Let's start with the basics here, people. A contributed article, it's also referred to as a guest post or an op-ed. It's a piece of written content by an individual or an organization that's placed outside of their home base, like outside of their website, for example. So these articles are typically written for and submitted to online or print publications, blogs, websites, or industry-specific platforms, also known as trades. Think of this as being a guest on a podcast, like you're a contributor to that podcast you're a guest on, but instead of the audio form, it's written form. And this is why you should become a contributor. They are very important in content marketing and thought leadership. We use them in PR as well at my agency in the past few years. This is actually what made us add content creation to our list of services, because today it is very common to pitch a great idea to a journalist and hear back, oh, this is a great idea, but I just don't have the resources to cover this story. So if you reply to that with, okay, well, what if I write the article myself and submit it as a contributed piece? Can you help get it published that way? And they will usually say yes if they have the power to do that. That is why we added content creation so we could write these contributed articles for placement. If you visit 16places.com, I created a freebie for you where you can get 16 different pitch ideas that'll make your pitch stand out at 16 places that are accepting contributors right now. You get their unique guidelines, so that increases your chances of getting a yes, and you get the contact information of the right person to reach out to at one of those 16 outlets, whether that's an email address or an online form. I've already done all of the work for you. This will save you a lot of time. So all you need to do is go to 16places.com and you can get that free PDF of 16 high quality websites that are accepting contributors with everything that they need. And this is why you want to jump on this. Number one, for credibility and authority. By contributing articles that have your name on them to reputable websites and publications, you establish yourself as an expert in your brand or your field. And readers are more likely to trust the insights and information that you present. So I did this as a contributor to Inc. Magazine for two years, and I still have the backlink from the website, in addition to others like Fast Company, HuffPost, Boss Babe, Business Insider, and more. And you can contribute to a place on a regular basis, like I did for Inc. Magazine, or you can contribute a one-off someplace, like I've done for Business Insider. Number two, it gives you reach and exposure. 
Contributed articles allow you to tap into the existing audience of the platform, which most likely is a brand new audience for you. And this exposure can significantly expand your reach and introduce your ideas and your expertise to a whole broader audience. Plus, when you take those articles that you've written and you post them on your social media, that goes back to point one, where you get that credibility and authority with your audience in addition to reaching and being exposed to a new audience. And then finally, number three, networking and relationships. So when you collaborate with publishers, that can help you build valuable relationships within your industry. This opens doors for further opportunities, including speaking engagements, partnerships, and collaborators. I built a lot of relationships when I was a contributor by interviewing people that I always wanted to talk to and have a relationship with. But if I just said, hey, can I interview you for my blog on MediaMavenAndMore.com, they will be like, I don't know about that blog. I've never heard of it. They're probably not going to say yes. But if I say, can I interview you and talk to you about something for Boss Babe or Fast Company, they're going to say yes because they're going to be excited about being in those outlets. Now, a lot of people struggle with the contributed article thing because they overlook essential aspects of the process from Crafting a compelling pitch to optimizing for SEO, that's a big one. There are common things that can hinder your success, and many people struggle with them. And here are the top three. I'm going to tell you the top three, and then we're going to go through the steps you need to take to fix these and get started. So by the end of this episode, you will have everything you need to start landing contributed pieces. Number one, bad pitches. You've heard me say this time and time again. It's difficult sometimes to write an effective pitch that captures somebody's attention. And I've done many podcast episodes on this, YouTube videos, social media posts about the topic. So I'm not going to get into the super duper specifics on this right now. If you've listened to a podcast, seen a YouTube video, follow me on social, this isn't new. You have to have a good idea. You have to have a good idea. And I'm going to go deeper on this in a minute. You also have to have quality content. So writing a contributed article, you actually have to meet the publication standards. That's important. Most websites will have this on their website. The content also needs to resonate with readers. Again, just like pitching the media for coverage, you need to come up with a topic that's newsworthy and trendy. It can't be obviously promotional, and it can't be that generic crap we've all heard a million times before. It's got to be something that is new to the reader. I like to think of it as an opportunity for you to learn something yourself as you're putting this content together. And then finally, people have a lack of strategy. Failing to align your contributed articles with your overall content and business strategy is going to end in so many missed opportunities. I always talk about how you can turn publicity into profit. And this is where people drop the ball because they rely on the other outlet to turn the publicity into profit. That is your job. So finding a contributing strategy is a must. Like, don't think it just ends when you land that article on your favorite website or blog. Now I'm gonna share five simple steps that are gonna help you become a regular contributor so you can start reaping the benefits of this kind of PR. In order, they are identifying opportunities, writing a perfect pitch, writing for impact, 
navigating the publishing process, and measuring success. I'm going to break these down, but first, I want to make sure that you're subscribed to my newsletter because this week, I'm going to share some emerging trends in the contributor world. I'm not going to get into those emerging trends in this podcast episode, but I will in my newsletter. So make sure you sign up to join more than 6,000 other business owners and marketers. All you have to do is go to mediamavennews.com. I'll also link to that in the show notes, as well as that freebie I made for you at 16places.com. Okay, let's get into it. Here are the five simple steps that you need to take. Number one, you need to identify opportunities. To identify the right platforms and topics for your contributed articles, start researching your industry or your niche. Look for reputable publications, blogs, trade outlets, or websites that cater to your target audience. This is how you're going to do that. You're going to look at audience relevance. Ensure that the platform's audience aligns with your target demographic and interests. And then you want to make sure the content is a fit. Review the type of content that they're publishing and see if that matches your expertise or your writing style. You also want to take a look at the submission guidelines. Pay attention to these because they will outline the preferred topics and formats. You can use tools like Google Alerts or check out some industry-specific newsletters to stay updated on what trending topics there are and what potential opportunities you have. And then I also suggest networking within your industry. You can do this on LinkedIn and on Twitter or X, whatever we're calling it. And that will also help you discover new opportunities and you can build relationships with editors. Remember, that's where reporters editors, journalists, that's where they all hang out, is on Twitter. As a secondary spot, I would go to LinkedIn. And I want to emphasize that most of what I talked about here in identifying opportunities was all about your audience. Don't get distracted by the big common names because if you get distracted by things like, oh, Forbes, everybody knows about Forbes, but if your audience isn't reading Forbes, it's not going to move the needle for you. So where is your audience? Number two, You need to write the perfect pitch. Now, here is the short version of what a strong pitch should include. You need to be short, sweet, and to the point. Just highlight the main idea of your proposed article in your initial pitch before you get the go-ahead to do the whole darn thing. Show relevance. Explain why your article is relevant to their audience or current trends and include some hard news with data, statistics, or a breaking news story. Then you want to demonstrate your expertise. Showcase your qualifications and your expertise in the field to show that the person you are pitching that you are the perfect one to contribute this article. This is something that we cover big time in my boot camp on day one, is demonstrating your expertise. You also need to suggest a unique angle, a fresh perspective, or a unique take on a common topic will make you stand out from everybody else. And then a big one, finally, customize this. You need to tailor each pitch to the specific publication, showing that you've done your homework and you're not blasting a bunch of people with the same thing at the same time. Now, this great pitch 
following all of these tips that it will make the difference between acceptance and rejection. So you need to invest time in these these things, being short and sweet, showing relevance, demonstrating your expertise, suggesting a unique angle, and customizing this. I like to use a spreadsheet for this when I'm building a media list because it makes it so much easier to really do that customized part of it all. Step three out of five, we're going to write for impact now. Creating a high-quality contributed article is key for building your reputation and engaging your readers. This is where you get to stand out and make an impact. You want people to be like, oh my God, this is genius. I'm going to run and add all of these things on my list of things to do. Or, oh my gosh, I have to find this person on LinkedIn and connect because they're amazing. I love their stuff. You need to research what you're going to talk about. You need to do this by looking at up-to-date data, credible sources, all of the things. And you want to make an engaging headline. It has to be attention grabbing to make people want to click. When I contributed to a lot of online outlets, I would give them suggestions. And at the end of the day, they were the ones deciding because this was like their jam. It's what they did all day, every day. You also want to have a clear structure. Organize your article with a clear introduction, body, conclusion. And then you also want to make sure it's skimmable with those headlines and lots of white space. Originality is a must. Have your unique insight or a fresh perspective. I kind of touched on that when we talked about writing the perfect pitch before. Visual elements are big too. You can suggest images, charts, and infographics. I can't make these myself. I can use a Canva template like the best of them, but they may have somebody in-house or another contributor who could create these for you. So if you have an idea of how this could be better seen, by an image or a graphic, then make sure you let that be known in the pitch or when you're writing. And then proofread. Edit and proofread your articles to eliminate your errors, improve clarity. You will have somebody usually go over and edit it, but the easier you can make their job, the more likely you are to continue contributing. Number four, I want you to navigate the publishing process. Understand what publishers are looking for Start to learn a little bit more about the submission and the review process. This will make things easier on your end. And I'm saying this as a former reporter. You want to make sure you're following editorial guidelines. So again, this is probably on their website. Familiarize yourself with their guidelines, like the word count, the style, the formatting preferences. When I wrote for Inc., I had to keep it around 700 to 800 words. Anything shorter, anything longer, I needed to make edits to follow their editorial guidelines. The submission process, follow these carefully. You may need to send your pitch to a certain person. You may need to upload it to a certain program. Whatever it is, just follow it. Make it easy for them because a lot of these outlets have a lot of contributors. You want to maintain professional and prompt communication with editors. So respond to questions and feedback quickly. Be open to making revisions based on the editor's feedback to ensure you are giving them what they want. This is where, and I'm going to go off on a mini tangent here, this is where I get a little frustrated or a lot frustrated with these scammers who will slide into your DMs and say, oh, I can get you an Ink Magazine. Give me 300 bucks. And they're only saying that because maybe they know somebody who is contributing to Ink Magazine and they're doing shady things and accepting money to include people. Okay, well, pretend they accept your money to include you. And then the editor reads your piece and they're like, oh, we don't really need this person in here. They don't add anything. So we're going to cut them out. 
that's a revision that you have to kind of accept and take and um, you could be out money if you paid somebody to be included and they didn't have the final say. All of this is important because building a positive and collaborative relationship with the publication will lead to more opportunities in the future. In the news business, it is like a revolving door of talent. One goes to another outlet. That person goes to another outlet a few days later. Like you can you can get a lot of great opportunities if you maintain good relationships. And finally, the last part, measure your success. You can gauge the impact of your contributed articles. So it's a good idea to track key metrics, different KPIs, if you can. Obviously, these are not going on your website or in your publication. However, there are still ways you can track this. One is asking the person, like, how many times has this article been viewed? What are the page views? You can look at the engagement, look at the insights on social media, whether it be your social media to see how many people you're getting from this article, this contributed piece, or again, ask the outlet because they will be interested in you being interested about how well it's doing. And then you can look at the conversion rate. So if you have linked to a newsletter sign up or a product purchase or some kind of freebie with a trackable link in that contributed piece, you can see that online. Like Google Analytics doesn't lie. And then monitor which articles generate backlinks and that can improve your SEO. Again, this is where things can get a little promotional if you're trying to sneak in a freebie or a backlink to your own website. Traditional media, they are more weary of this and they won't let you do this. However, if you want to say contribute to the Media Maven blog, I would let you do these things because I am not a traditional media outlet. I don't care if you promote your, promote yourself as long as you are giving my audience value. So by regularly reviewing these metrics, you can make decisions on future submissions like, okay, this worked well for me, this didn't, I'm going to focus more on what worked well. But don't do like a one and done. You have to contribute to the same outlet a few times and track these things. It's like with with Facebook ads, right? You have to let them run for a few weeks before you can see what works and what doesn't. Let me go through those real quickly. So this is how you can contribute articles on a regular basis. One, identify those opportunities. Two, write the perfect pitch. Three, write for impact. Four, navigate the publishing process. And five, measure success. I know I shared a lot of subtext under those five things. That is where the show notes come into play. You can get those at becomeamediamaven.com. They are always going to be there for you in detail. And a transcript for this episode is also on becomeamediamaven.com. Now you have a clear roadmap to leverage contributed articles into your content marketing and your public relations strategy. Two things before I go. Don't forget to visit 16places.com. I have done the homework for you. I have shared 16 places that are accepting contributors right now. I am giving you the ideas they want and the contact information of who to pitch to. 16places.com. I've already done all the work for you. So it's super easy for you to get started. Hashtag no excuses. And then don't forget at mediamavennews.com. 
That is where you can join my newsletter and I will share some emerging trends in the contributor space that you can take advantage of, not just to be a contributor, but also in your own content as well. So if you're listening to this in real time, that is going to happen in two days. This episode comes out Tuesday, November 12th. You will see that newsletter on Thursday, November 14th. Again, if you go to MediaMavenNews.com, you can jump on the newsletter and see that information. That is it. That is how you can go from pitch to publication as an online contributor. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for listening. I will see you in the inbox in a couple of days, and I will see you back here on the Become a Media Maven podcast in one week. And one more reminder, if you have not left me a review on Apple or Spotify, I would really appreciate it. I would like to read new reviews here on the podcast every week. And all of them are on Apple right now. I think Spotify reviews, I think it's kind of new. I honestly don't listen to my podcast on Spotify. I listen in the Apple podcast app. But I would love to um, get some love on Spotify too. And maybe this will prompt me to find some podcasts on Spotify to listen to as well. All right, that's it. I will see you again soon.